Good evening, listeners of Articulated Madness. Here's your host, Jasmine. It's been quite a while since I've come on here and really opened up my thoughts. A lot has really happened in that time, and I think whenever I get in these states of mind where my life is chaotic, I tend to just shut everything out. I've stopped talking to a therapist since the last episode. That's been quite a little journey in itself. You see, my entire life, I've absolutely hated therapists, like with everything in me. Maybe because like nine, ten years old, I was kind of forced to go into this person's office, sit there while they tell me, oh, you poor thing, or if I had a magic wand, I'd make it all go away. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't used to receiving concern or affection, but I found that when they said that to just be completely gross, I hated it. It didn't feel real. It was fake, fake love, right? Um, so I went a good couple years of my life completely resenting the idea of sitting down with the therapist. A, because it made me feel very weak to not have everything all together, right? Like my, my life, everything else was completely out of control. The one thing I did have control of was me and my story and I wanted to keep it in as much as possible I controlled that right really weird how people's brains work sometimes but that's just how mine did so imagine my surprise when I went out and I actually sought out a therapist for the first time in my entire life it wasn't forced upon me Um, I just thought you know this This anxiety, this fear that I have is not normal. It's an emotion that I'm not entirely used to having, you know? Like a lot of times fear in my life was always masked as anger. Anger is easy. Anger doesn't make me weak. Anger, in fact, is makes me feel powerful, right? (laughs) Sometimes not in the best ways. Um, So I was just so used to displaying anger anxiety was just kind of like in the back burner but you know now as I got older anger is just something that I'm not really supposed to be displaying (laughs) so I've just learned to let a lot of anger go but it feels like when I did that I just peeled off the mask and anxiety was there in its place as it's always been, of course. Um, so I sought out my therapist, Denise. She was awesome, and she has helped me in so many ways, really by just being a confidant. I'm not sure if it was because of COVID and just this entire experience, you know, I didn't have to sit face-to-face with her in a room. A lot of our sessions, in fact, I think I've only met her once, Um, But a lot of our sessions were done remotely um, over the phone. 
I didn't even see your face. Um, and something about that, it just really was, it just was a really good experience because I told her everything. A lot of things that I probably wouldn't even tell normal humans. She really got an inside look into my mind, right? But at the same time, it just felt so impersonal, you know? Something about having not having to look someone in the eye when you tell them things is just, I don't know. It's oddly comforting to me, right? I don't know. Um, but of course, I had that therapist for quite a while, and our sessions ended a few months ago. And that's fine, of course. I just... I guess I miss being able to express myself freely to a total stranger, which essentially is what I'm doing here with you guys, but I don't know. I miss the feedback. And I guess that's what therapy's for, right? Like, I don't necessarily see therapy anymore as, like, a fix, like, it's going to fix me, it's going to cure everything. Um, it's more so of an outlet, right? When I had a bad day, I'm like, oh, fuck, well, I get, at least I get to talk to my therapist in a few weeks. Or, you know, it's just someone to just kind of lighten that load a little bit. You get me? Like, just take a few emotions, a few pieces of rocks from your back, and just kind of put it onto their plate. I don't know. It was nice having that. So not having that has just kind of left me in a state of numb. I, it's not easy when you go through a lot of things by yourself, which I've been doing that my entire life, but somehow as I've gotten older, I've allowed myself to become emotionally dependent of people, if that makes any sense. Like I literally, I went from a kid that didn't show much emotion at all to growing up and literally being instilled into me talk let's talk it's therapy time or you know the group homes have all these groups and different things that you're supposed to be doing so I just I mean whether I liked it or not I kind of became a little a product of my environment and I like to talk things out I like to have that the little holes at the bottom of my cup so I don't overfill right um I don't know. I guess I'm not really in the best state of mind now, truthfully. Um, but that's kind of what this podcast is about. I just think it's being real. Thanks. Articulated madness. Hello, listeners. Some time has really gotten away from us, hasn't it? I've needed some time to reflect and really dissect a lot of what's going on, but I'm here and I'm back and I'd like to think I'm pretty, pretty strong. I came across this excerpt of sorts from last April, 2020, back when my father passed away. Um, As you know, it was a a very, very difficult time for me, and I wasn't sure that I could really make it out um, okay. 
I find it extremely beautiful that as humans we can experience these feelings so deeply, right? We were so sure of ourselves in the moment. And as time goes on and we heal, we, we tend to think a little differently. Our perception changes. So I'd, I'd like to read you a little bit of what I wrote. Um, this, of course, was, I think, in anger. It was, it was just so fresh that he passed away. Um, here goes. I decided I don't want to go to my dad's memorial. I think I have separated him in my head as a man who fathered me, but he was never in any way a father. He had a whole other life with different kids and grandchildren and just didn't think of me that way. If he did, maybe his actions would have showed that. It's okay. They can arrange his memorial and I hope that it is a beautiful one for the man that they knew. But we had no bond and I think that that is the best way that I can heal myself from my demons and divide that tie from him in my heart. I have been so deeply wounded for a long time because of what he didn't do and I'm tired of it. I've accepted that and I choose to move on because this will literally swallow me up whole and I will drown in that pit of depression. I can't take this grief anymore. It changed me last year and I'm not going through that cycle again. He never cal- he never cared for how I felt. I am so much stronger without him. I have always been. I still very much love him. That is probably the only thing that I can take away from this, is that I have an outpouring amount of love inside of me. I could love even when people emotionally shatter me, and that is because I see people and I understand. I don't want to be angry anymore. A lot of that anger comes from the simple fact that he left me and my life was flipped on its head. But I'm okay. I will always be okay and I can find strength when there is none. I can really feel through this shit. Yes, I hope he rests in peace and I hoped that he lived a beautiful life that he was proud of. Unfortunately, our paths were just never meant to connect in the way I wanted, but that's okay. I don't hold hate, just understanding, and I think that will be my closure. That was over a year ago that I wrote that, and while I still do feel the same way about understanding and closure, I really, really wish I would have went to his memorial. Unfortunately, it was just something that I couldn't go do. That experience was taken away from me, unfortunately. Um, God, does that, does that make me really sad? But in my times of sorrow and grief, you know, whenever I think about him and I shed a few tears, I just go ahead and remember the little memories that we did have. And I celebrate the life that he had, even if it wasn't with me. God, <laughs> forgiveness, huh? If you would have asked me that at 10 years old, I probably would have slammed the door in your face. But 
we feel things very differently as we grow older. Everything that we thought we knew, we realize we don't even know at all, right? Like, I was so, so angry. I was so hurt. And now here I am at 24 years old, understanding that anger is just a mask for sadness that has been sad silenced for way too long. I still have quite a ways to go with, with understanding death and grief, I think. Um, when he died, a part of me was yanked out. A part of me, really, that um, has always really been gone, but that I had hoped would eventually be brought back together, you know? I never did get my a sincere apology from him. It almost feels like that's just a gaping hole inside of me that could never really be fixed. But maybe inside of that hole I can plant some seeds and, you know, grow something nice there. I don't know. It's... It's almost really bad to kind of to kind of victimize yourself, I guess, or uh, just see everything that happens to you in such a bad light. Part of my healing and my growth is truly understanding that bad things happen. It happens. It happens to everybody. But it's what you do after that. It's what how you choose to navigate your life and how you choose to see it and truthfully I I choose to not be a prisoner of my demons till next time <laughs>